Good evening. This is Steve, and welcome to the Across the Tracks podcast. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Wayne, and uh, I am at a alternate location for this particular episode. I am actually uh, in Kentucky here in our hometown on uh, closer to your side of the tracks, actually, and on your side of the tracks, but I'm here uh, in our old hometown, and this broadcast is coming live from a closet in my mom's <laughs> house. <laughs> I understand the situation because I I brought every one of my broadcasts, I think, except when I'm in Florida, has come from my uh, closet as well. Yeah, yeah. Great sound conducting yeah, uh, materials absolutely. in here. <laughs> absolutely. Great, great, great uh, absorbency and everything. Not a lot of you know, bouncing and everything, but whew, it is hot in this closet. All right. Well, we're not going <laughs> to stay on here too long. We're going to get through what we need to get through and uh, send this out to the public for consumption. Roger that. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk about the first thing here, which has gone viral uh, <laughs> since I think it was last weekend, I think it was. Yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, I'll let you kick it off about the uh, Montgomery Alabama hope that brawl. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gone viral, man. And <laughs> and you 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 got the black community like, yeah, this was great to see to see uh black folk come together and stand up for each other. But you know, it all could have been avoided, you know. Uh the brother was out there doing his job uh as the boat dock captain and uh you know, boats blocking the uh, thoroughfare to where another boat had to dock. And the man respectfully asked these people, hey, you know, you got to move your boat because this boat's coming in the dock. Just doing his job. And these idiots felt as though they had to attack the man. And it's come out after the fact. I don't know if you heard this or not, but it's come out after the fact that someone called him the N-word and somebody said, also, I'm going to get my gun and shoot that N-word. You know, it's like, yep, yep. People were thinking that in the beginning as to, you know, why did Brother Man take his hat off? He threw his hat off. And it's like, oh, he's getting ready to throw down now. Oh, man. He, he didn't took his hat off. But it's it's like, yo, I mean, it's 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 indicative of where we are. It's like folks have no respect for basic civility. And, uh, you know, this is this is what happened. The dude's just doing his job. But these idiots felt as though they could disrespect this guy in doing his his duty. And uh, it turned into a full scale brawl with them getting their asses kicked. (laughs) (laughs) It was great, man. It was great. I I watched the video numerous times. I'm like, man, black folks came out of the woodwork. (laughs) It was like Rob's apartment. Yeah, roaches (laughs) coming to help the brother. And it's like, it was good to see that, man, because, uh, (laughs) you know, a lot of times you, 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 we don't see that. We, we just see people, you know, out there defending themselves by themselves against the police or whomever. And it was good to see other brothers and some sisters were in there, too, <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming to the aid of the, of the boat captain. And yeah. I, so what, I, what, what are some highlights? What are some highlights you saw, man, that from from the video? Brother well, Mark put out there. 
Yeah, the what we're what we're showing the uh, I think you showed the uh, the Roland Martin thing was, uh, you know, the the lady. I'm surprised the lady was getting into it. There was, there was mm-hmm. a lady in a green dress. She's trying to get in, and she ended up getting her ass kicked. <laughs> and then uh, the the young brother that jumped off the boat, and he swam to the water to come to the aid of, of the boat captain. I'm like, that was great. Uh, and I mean, yeah, it was it was just man, people just coming from. <laughs> it was like, where are these people coming from? Because like, where did they come from? And it was just like descending on these people <laughs> and and giving them what for, man. So <laughs> it was great. It was great. That that's what I got of it. It's just like it was great to see like it like somebody turned on the lights and next to them there were twenty black folks on this dude, <laughs> on these people kicking their asses. <laughs> And they I, I like the commentary. Yeah, they they deserved it, man. They yeah. It. yeah, your thoughts. Well, I tell you, <laughs> the thing that got me is that this was probably the night before I I shared it with you or something like this. It was three o'clock in the morning, and I wake up in the middle of the light in the middle of the night, and Lynn is laughing. She's snickering and laughing, trying to hold hold her back, hold herself back. Because Lynn can laugh. I mean, she could she can set off alarms <laughs> when she goes. And so the next day, that morning, she says, "You got to watch this." And she goes, "You got to watch it to the end." <laughs> so she sent me the she sent me the clip, and I started. You know, first she started off with a little commentary. Mm-hmm. What are they doing to the guy? What are they doing? And and of course, as you said, this um, paddle boat was trying to dock. And they, these guys were, weren't supposed to be where they was. And the guy literally kind of moved their boat so that mm-hmm. the paddle boat could dock. And then, of course, somebody said something, and then the guy jumped them, and then they jumped on him. But like you said, when he threw his hat up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it was on. <laughs> Not a, it wasn't he threw it a little bit. Yeah. It disappeared out of the Yeah, it disappeared. It disappeared. It's, it still may be in orbit up there with Elon Musk or something, something like that. And then it was on. And then the other thing that 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 made it noticeable to me is that you know one brother showed up, and then somebody else showed up, and then the lady with the red dress, she jumps in there, mm-hmm. and you can tell the brothers are restraining themselves. Like, man, mm-hmm. I don't want to hit this woman. Right, right. I don't want to hit this woman. I don't want to hit this woman. They just kind of pushing her out of the way. Then suddenly a sister showed up. Wop 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 wop. She she probably said, "I got this, brother." Wop 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 wop. Yeah. She whooped on that head. Yeah, I mean, they they went ballistic on these folks. Oh, and did you see? Did you see the the brothers coming from down the dock and they were skipping? Yep. Oh man. Yeah. Said when when you see black folks skipping, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> they were. Yeah. I they actually were, got I actually got the video up on another screen, and uh, <laughs> it is hilarious, man. Because the lady in the green dress, she got beat down. She she <laughs> got beat, and there was some guys wailing on her too. Yeah, there's a couple there's hit a, on. Yeah, she she up here interjected herself. It's like, yeah, you getting some of this too. <laughs> <laughs> and then the and then the guy with the white chair. Yeah, it's like now, now everybody got white chairs for sale. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, we don't condone violence. No, no. But that was some funny shit. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. But it, it was, you know, I, the man, I think he had a right to defend himself, man. I'm out, I'm out here doing my job and you accost me. And, and you know, just, just because you want to be an asshole, uh, that ain't, you know, I'm out here doing my job. I'm getting paid to do a job. Your boat is in the way. And I'm sure there are safety issues involved or whatnot for this bo- other boat to be able to dock. You're in their space, man. You're in their space. So yeah, yeah. you got to pri- move it. We're privileged enough to be here, and you can't mess with right, our boat. Right, you know, right. they were that, probably out out drinking and having a good time mm-hmm. because they were all they were all red. One guy, the first mm-hmm. that threw the first punch, he was all red like he was sunburnt, mm-hmm. you know, or he had too many Bud Lights in him or something like that. But uh, yeah, it was it was good to see, and it was good to see that the first the first people in shackles weren't black. That's right, that's right, and they, they deserve to be arrested because they instigated it. You know, for yeah, it was good to see that. And, that and it wasn't one, us. <laughs> one lady was doing the commentary. She was snitching on everybody. Mm, he, yeah. he won. Don't yeah, he? He should be yeah. locked up too. That one yeah. right there in the shorts, yeah. no shirt on. He was one. Yeah, she's providing play by play. <laughs> Y'all got your video. We got your video. Here we got the video. That <laughs> was yeah. great, man. Yeah, it was, but, yeah. And and, and the other thing is that you know people made a point of saying that that's the same doc that that slaves were delivered to <laughs> in Montgomery. <laughs> so Masa, Masa's yeah. revenge. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah. And I think this somebody jumped in the water to keep from getting beat down. Yep. Somebody jumped. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, let me get out of here. I'll jump in the water. Yeah. He I jumped mean, in the water. Yeah. Jumped in the water to, to, to flee the beat down. I mean, it was great, man. Like you yeah. said, we don't condone violence. But uh, sometimes, you know, you got to defend yourself. Yep. That was some funny shit. <laughs> yep, it was funny. When it, it makes the national right. news. That's right. <laughs> you know, you know, it had to be it had to be on. <laughs> yep, it, it's everywhere. I mean, it has been everywhere. <laughs> and and like all said, the memes, all the yep. memes. I've seen some good memes. One, yep. one brother's <laughs> I saw one where a brother is is laying in bed. And then suddenly he jumps out of the bed. He's got this white chair with him. He goes out to his front door <laughs> and he's looking around like, huh, who's out here? Who's out here? I can walk with this chair. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the white uh, chairs are making the rounds now in the memes, man. <laughs> they got, they, I saw some on, uh, I forgot, it might have been on Facebook. Uh, some lady was making earrings, white chairs. White chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, when, when we when we go in, we go all in, man. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <go> all in. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll come up with something that that's gonna profit off of it. Absolutely, you absolutely. Know, in the beginning, but someone down the line is gonna make more profits off of it because they can see the money that's gonna be made. Yep. yep. And yep. you know, it's gonna be part. It's gonna be part of the culture from now on. Yep. Yep. You know, speaking of, I saw before we came on the air, uh, I saw this lady and I'm I'm assuming she's white based upon the uh, graphic that I seen accompanying this article. She's written a book called How to uh, Unwoke Your Life. (laughs) 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 Uh, And and I'm like, are you I mean, really? 
how yeah. to unwoke your life. And she gives her definition of woke, which is 200 miles apart from what we as the black community, when woke folks came out, we knew what it meant. Yep. But they have co-opted the word and turned it into something that has nothing to do with what uh, the black community initially started using that word. But she's created a book. And of course, people are probably going to buy it because, you know, it's the thing now. You got to get unwoke. And, and you know, all the policies that are woke that are destroying our country. It's like, give me a break. I'm yeah. so sick of these people, man. I don't know what to do. Yep, yep, yep. I, I had a, a, <laughs> a I was accosted by a lady at, from at the school board tonight Uh-oh. who wanted to who wanted to bring up some crap like that, you know. <sighs> And the bottom line is that I told the lady, says nothing that we can do as a school board that's going to make you happy. So why are we having this conversation? <laughs> you know, well, can a teacher ask a person about a pronoun and should the parents be able to, you know, question this, this teacher or the school board about that? She wanted to bring up a bunch of this Mm. crazy crap and eventually her last question was well you are a citizen in the vote and i said yep and i'm not voting for somebody that is um a liar and has no morals mm. sure, and she knew it. who i was talking about because that's all she wanted to to deal with she just didn't specifically say anything you know she mm. wanted taxpayers taxpayers money or such and such and such and such and we shouldn't have to pay for this and you should have volunteers to do sports and not pay coaches. What? I'm like, well, you should volunteer to drive their buses. That's right. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't want, I, 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 she yeah. backed out. She, she, she moonwalked off that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. anyway, that's getting yeah. sidetracked. Yeah. So. But it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's taking over, man. It's taking over. And, you know, these, these folks at the dock, they thought, you know, we, we got a right. We got our rights, you know. But my man said, oh, hell no, you don't. <laughs> it's yep. my job. I'm here. I have a job to do. You know, like when we were growing up and and uh, something like that would happen or somebody get chased, you know, the, the ladies, the girls always flipped their shoes off and took off. Yep, that's right. You know, they, they always, no one, I never saw, if we were running from something, never saw a girl from the neighborhood keep their shoes on Mm-mm. and run nope. away. Nope. They would flip some shoes <laughs> off and man, yep. and be they gone. would be out of there. Yep. And so this brother said, Oh no, let me, let me get rid of them. Oh, you don't piss me off now. Mm-hmm. Threw my hat up in the air. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. Then he, then he took his shirt off. Then he pulled his shirt off. <laughs> he was getting ready to get down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all good. So, it was all good. It's all yeah, good. It was all good. It'll, it'll be out there for a while making the rounds because of, uh, you know, the, like you said, once it made national big time. Yeah, yeah. The memes are going to continue. Yes, sir. We're still going to chuckle for the next, eh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, two or three years probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be that'll... an anniversary next year. Yep, that'll be an anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a five-year anniversary. Five-year anniversary. Montgomery. Yeah. Boat dot ball, bro. Yeah, oh, where yeah. Were where were you when the Montgomery boat dock brawl went down? <laughs> the one thing that I haven't seen with the boat dock brawl is they have not, I have not seen an interview 
with the uh, um, the captain, the assistant no, captain, the guy no, that threw the hat. Right. No, they have not interviewed him. I know, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure. And they hadn't interviewed the guys that got their ass whipped, too. Nope, nope, nope. Because <laughs> they're yeah. probably too embarrassed. I'm not going to be in because they whooped my ass. That's right. I'm not showing my face. <laughs> What's left of it? Oh, yeah, what's left of it? Yep. I am not showing my face. I, I do I do want to say this. I do feel sorry for the lady with the red dress. Because the brother that had the chair, yeah. oh, man, he wore her ass out. <laughs> it was one solid hit. Wow. Right on right. top of And she was just sitting there. He mm-hmm. hit her on the head. I'm like, oh. I, I cringe. Went, oh. You know how you, ooh, it's like oh, yeah, yeah, Ali and Frazier, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, shit, you see that, ooh. Yeah, yeah, you feel that punch come through the TV. <laughs> ooh, man, yeah, All right. that, was, right. that was the yeah. highlight of last week. <laughs> that looked look something funny. Yeah. Now, let's transition into something that's a little bit unfunny. Yeah, yeah. A tragic or confusing yeah, and that is uh, there is a brother over in South uh, Korea, uh, yeah, at the DMZ that decided that he wanted to jump the border and go to North Korea. <laughs> Tell me, what uh, the was he thinking? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, dude, all you got to do is go back to Fort Bliss and take your punishment. But no, you're going to run into North Korea. I mean, it's like, what the hell are you thinking? And you notice, ain't heard nothing about the brother in several weeks. Mm -mm. Nobody is saying nothing about this guy. And that's a bit concerning. But his family came on. They interviewed them a couple of times. You know, they, they they were concerned about him, whatnot. He was a good kid, this or that. They dug up some stuff. You know, he had some history of some disciplinary issues uh, in the Army, whatnot. And, you know, he was slated to be, uh, you know, uh, discharged from the Army once he mm-hmm. got back to Fort Bliss. Just take your Article 15 or your letter, whatever it is, man. Just go back and take your punishment. Now... Who knows where this dude is at in North Korea or what he's being subjected to? Yep. Uh, since the U.S. has no formal diplomatic relations with North Korea, uh, this dude might be over there for a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the State Department's going to do their best to get him out as quick as possible. Yeah, if they are, they're working behind the scenes because yeah. nothing has been said about this guy in in several weeks. You know, he it was big time when he did it, and you haven't heard a peep. Uh, it's it's been several weeks. This yeah. was when he did it in July, I think, and here it is. We're almost at the middle of August, and nothing. You know, so I feel for him, man, because <clears throat> North Korea. Uh, is 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 a is definitely a hostile environment, and he's a propaganda tool now. He is right. a propaganda tool, right. and right. Uh, you know I'm, they, I'm sure they're they're working behind the scenes to get him out. Yeah, but they're just not making it known yeah. because you know some folks will say, well, we we shouldn't be getting him out when we got all these people over over there that are still in. Well, why are we getting him out? You know? Yeah. Right. Right. 
Yeah, they they were PO when Britney got released. You know, right. she she caught hell in the media when she got released. So I can imagine if if they get this guy out of North Korea and those other two guys, Waylon and the other guy, they just they just uh, Russia just imprisoned uh, the journalist. Uh, if if he this guy gets out and they're still there, oh, it's it's gonna be like oh, see the all they get out is the black people. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean that's that's how it's gonna be framed. Yeah, you know. So uh, I, I feel for the guy. I hope they do get him out because I can imagine I can't imagine what he's going through every day. You know, I don't know if especially being in, especially <laughs> being in South Korea and, you know, he's an army person. There's there's information that's probably yeah. he could divulge to to them that could be um, interpreted yeah. or used yeah. against uh our own people over there yeah 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 um what little i mean i forgot what mos this guy was in <clears throat> but uh you know being a pfc <laughs> i mean you don't know but hardly so much i mean i doubt if he knows anything but yeah but you could see a bunch right and you know, so you can you can yeah. see the abram the number of abram tanks oh yeah yeah. There, you can see the number of soldiers. Right. Are there are there a few or right. a lot? Right. Well, right. about thirty thousand. You yeah. know. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they could use him, and um, you know, <clears throat> I don't know if the U.S. really really wanted to get him out. Have Dennis Rodman go over there. He's friends with Kim. <laughs> <laughs> And Dennis Rodman go over there. He's friends with Kim. Yeah, Cheeto Jesus ain't gonna go get him out. You know what? I wouldn't put it past this knucklehead to try to curry favor with the black community because he and Kim, even though we called him little rocket man and all this other stuff, you know, beforehand, but they became, he thought they were bosom buddies. I wouldn't put it past him to try to use his quote, so-called influence to get this man out because he's such tight pals with Kim. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, it could be. I would not put it. But back. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt it because he got enough stuff to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got to worry Besides, about. Besides, he he can't leave the country. That's right. That's right. Right. <laughs> his ankle bracelet may go off or right. something. His, his ankle bracelet. <laughs> <may go off. laughs> he'd be like yeah. he'd be like those invisible fence. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the dog can only go so far. He yank you, electrocute your ass back over here. <laughs> Yeah, he getting ready. Fanny Willis getting ready to light him up. So it's it's funny, man. He the black woman getting ready to uh, to judge him in the uh, January the sixth case. Black woman in Georgia getting ready to indict his behind. I mean, I know he's pissed. I black male up pissed. in New York. Black male in New York. I mean, he's like, what the hell? But hey, well, karma's karma's a bitch, my that's friend. That's it. That's it. He tried to take away all these black people's votes. That's right. And, you know, he, he, he complained that, you know, Baltimore sucks and Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. is terrible and so on. And because of white flight and so on, these cities are predominantly uh, black and Atlanta's becoming that way. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to take away the black vote. And it's the black vote that put those judges in in, right. in office, That's right. you know, with the exception of the lady that was uh, appointed by uh, Obama. Right. Right. OK. 
Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. I hope they light his ass up. I do too, man. I do you too. Know? He he's already doing his tactics. You know, he's calling out Fanny Willis that she's a racist and all this other crap, and and the other judge in the January sixth case. You know, she's biased and all this. It's like, dude, you you you. We know your playbook, man. Your playbook never changes. Right. But as they say, the chickens are coming home to roost. <laughs> the chickens are coming home to roost, man. And I, it's it's funny to see that these black folks are putting that noose around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I do hope uh, Private uh, First Class King. I I hope he is released soon. Uh, and hope he's uh, being treated humanely over there. But man, you don't know. North Korea is 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 a tough environment, man. Yeah, it's a dictatorship. So, it's a dictatorship, you know, and little he, man talks, and everybody yeah, walks. Yeah, he is a political pawn now, and uh, he's probably thinking now, man, I should have took my ass back to Fort Bliss. <laughs> Got took my Article 15, my administrative discharge, and went on about my business. Now right. I'm sitting over here in a cell in North Korea, eating fish heads and rice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, me. I mean, it's like, dude, what were you thinking, man? You gonna run to North Korea? I mean, come on, man. It's not you hate to laugh, but it's like, what are you thinking? I always used to, I, I always say this with the family. I always used to say this with Alex and, and, and Stephanie. It goes, it goes like this. Uh, when you, when you make a bad decision, this is a quote that I always say. You thought like Andy, you thought shit was candy and you ate it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's a bad deal. Yeah, that is. That <laughs> so is, man. So Tra- Travis King thought like Andy. Thought mm-hmm. shit was candy, and he ate it. it. Thought yep. he was getting something good out of it. He yeah. got the wrong end, the back right. end of that deal. That's right. <laughs> so uh, now, now the kids, I'll have to tell, tell the kids and the family, you go, something happened to go, you thought like Andy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's probably de- de- lamenting that decision to run across that border. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't I, I don't know what's going on through your mind, man. He 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 may have been depressed, uh, whatnot. But dude, I yeah. When's the next flight? I put me on that flight. I mean, you're gonna escape your escorts and go join a tour and then run across the border. I mean, something's not right there. Something <laughs> is yeah. not right. Yeah, I so, feel sorry for his parents. And yeah, it's family. like, yeah, no you got to feel sorry for his family, man. It's like, like again, they, they're not talking about it. <clears throat> so that, that's a little scary that he hasn't even been mentioned in the news in several weeks. Yeah. And at least when Brittany was, uh, you know, detained in Russia. You some of that Brittany was being talked about just about every day for the most part, even on the sports shows or the news. But you haven't heard anything about this kid in weeks. Yeah. So I hope he does not end up like that kid that um they beat they, to death. They beat him to death. He was in a coma and he got mm-hmm. back to the States and he eventually died. I mean, you know, I have a friend. His wife is uh, is uh, from South Korea. And, you know, they're like, man, he is in the he's in the wrong place. 
Mm. He is in the wrong place uh, because it's 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 a ruthless dictatorship. And uh, we got our hands on an American soldier. Oh, they, they man, I feel for the kid. I really yep. do. Yeah. So and his family. So let's uh, pray for a uh, a good outcome of this, because right now it's not looking too good. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of soldiers. Yeah. Um, let's let's move on to the next topic. And that is uh, uh, the I think it was an anniversary or is a. Um, the president made mention of this um, all-black unit from World War II, the uh, 701st Tank Battalion. 761st. 761st Tank Battalion. Mm -hmm. That eventually ended up fighting with uh, old blood and guts, George Patton, during World War II. Yes, sir. And uh, I had an uncle that was in the. He was a tank commander. Oh wow. Uh, oh yeah, my uncle Mitch. Yeah. Uh, Herman Mitchell. Yeah. He was in the 761st Tank Battalion. Wow. And served with with Patton nice. uh, during World War Two. And uh, I mean, he earned he earned a Bronze Star. Mm, yeah, he earned a, a Bronze Star, and I didn't know that he had earned. A bronze star until, uh, you know, he had passed away, and we went, uh, we went to uh, your town, uh, Colorado Springs, because that's where he mm-hmm. lived. Okay. And um, um, went to his funeral, and I, I didn't know that he. I knew that he had fought in World War II, and I knew that he's part of the Seventh Sixty uh, First. But I, what I did not know is that he had earned a bronze star. Wow. Uh, during during that time, so and he was a tank commander, the guy in charge of the tank. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and mm-hmm. he always came and and they had a reunion every year in Fort Knox, mm. and he would always come through Indianapolis on the way to Fort Knox for his union. He was well in his eighties wow. and driving from uh, Colorado Springs to Fort Knox. And he'd always stop in Indianapolis and pick up White Castles because they didn't have White Castles <laughs> in the springs. Uh, he goes, nope. Go, Steve, take me, take me out here to uh, show me where the closest White Castle is so I can get some. And he would get them and freeze them, get some dry ice, freeze them, and take them back to Colorado Springs to eat. Yep, yep. Got but anyway, it. talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Talk about the uh, uh, yeah. heroism of the seven hundred and sixty-first. Well, it it came to light, and like I said, man, there's a. I have a book. It's it's a, it's a Black Panthers. They were called. Yep. And uh, you know, fought with Patton during World War II. I have a book about them. I've, I've been started reading the book. Not the book. Uh, there was a there was an excerpt on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday about about the 761st, and this book that's in the Library of Congress, which documents. Uh, their service during World War II. It's there's only two copies of this book left mm-hmm. in existence. One is in the Library of Congress, and I can't remember who has the other one. But I've got a book. It's called the Plat- Patton's Black Panthers: The Story of the 761st Tank Battalion. Really good. It's it's stories about the different, you know, uh, commanders, uh, tankers. They're telling their stories about you know battles they were in, this or that, whatnot. But uh, Morgan Freeman owns the rights to this story <clears throat> and he is going to produce uh, a movie uh, about these guys because 
it, uh, prior to, you know, like I said, you knew your uncle was in the 761st. Prior to any, I never heard of the 761st tank battalion. Never heard of these guys. Hmm. Never heard well, of them. I mean, you know, they, they, they came out of Fort Knox because, you know, the yeah. armored battalion right, the armor, was in Fort right. Knox. Armor is here, right. But I had never, never heard of them, man. Okay. And, uh, you know, you, you, you watch a lot of these World War II movies. And as I was talking to my wife the other day, I'm like, you watch a lot of World War II movies, like Band of Brothers, which I right. love. I love Band of Brothers. Right. But it's like, there ain't no black folks in Band of Brothers. And I'm like, I know black folks served in Band of Brothers, especially in the tank corps. But you never see any of that. Right. Uh, you know, and a lot of other World War II movies where you see armor and whatnot, it's like, OK, I know there were black tankers in World War II. Right. Not even mentioned. So Morgan Freeman, you know, is going to do this. And he's like, you know, this this needs to be told, you know, because a lot of people like myself don't know anything about this and it's an important part of history right so uh, i'm looking forward to it but i'm I'm definitely going to finish this book that i I've, I've been reading this book for you know you read a book you stop and then you pick up another book and read it so I got, i'm reading about six or seven books at one time so this is one of the ones that i got to finish but uh something else that came out during the um the segment yesterday on sunday morning was uh, there was one guy in the 761st. He was awarded a Medal of Honor posthumously, and it was 30, 30, almost 40 some years after this guy had passed. Right. And it's like, I mean, we always seem to get the wrong end of everything, man. And as I was listening today, there was there was a historian. I was listening to Sirius XM, and it's like. There were there were there were black men and women, uh, and there's something else we can throw into this mix. But there a lot of black men <clears throat> served in World War II, went over there fighting for this country, fighting for you know foreign so whatnot, and they didn't even have rights in their own country. Right, I mean, what correct. what does what does that say about? What does that say? I mean, it's like you're willing to go over there, put your life on the line on foreign soil, but you don't even have rights in your own country. That's that's what irritates you and it pisses you off. <clears throat> and so this guy finally got his Medal of Honor. They presented it to his widow. But it's like nobody documented the heroics that this guy did. And he's gone now, and it's 40-some, 50-some years later almost, and you're awarding this guy a Medal of Honor. It's, it's, it's sad, man, when you, when you see crap like that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And, you know, one of the, one of the things that, <clears throat> that has made this kind of um, not be on the um, books as much is the fact that when you look at um, – when you look at old World War II video or movies, you never saw, you rarely saw um, black soldiers or minority mm. soldiers. You just, you just yeah. never did. Because keep in mind, <clears throat> America was still segregated through World War, uh, World War II. Yeah, yeah and um, it's just like the Nisei, which were the Japanese Americans that fought in World War II. 
they were, I think it was the 442nd Battalion, but they were the most decorated unit throughout World War II. Mm, And they fought in Europe and then had to go and fight in Japan. They were just, they were second generation Japanese Americans. So they were going back to Japan and fighting the Japanese while their parents and their siblings were in internment camps Mm -hmm. out in the West. Mansonar, I mean, throughout. Throughout, throughout the West, yeah. yeah throughout yeah. the West and some Midwest. Yeah. I mean, I know there were some Nisi that were in Indianapolis for a short period of time wow. during the war. And <clears throat> before they shipped them out West to like places like Manzanar and so on. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, <clears throat> my Uncle Mitch, he never really, and like most people, <clears throat> excuse me. And like most soldiers from back then, he rarely ever talked about his unit other than going back to uh, the reunions with his uh, comrades that he fought with during uh, World War Two. You know, my dad was he was a mechanic uh, during World War Two and spent most of his time in uh, in Europe, in France. Mm. And. when he came back to the States, like everything else, when we would go back to Florida where uh, my mom was from and go to Louisiana where my where he was from, a lot of times we couldn't stop places and he would not he would not wear a uniform when he went south because he knew that some people, just like in the soldier stores, you know, they didn't want to see black men in uniform, especially right. if they were right. You know, uh, had a rate that was higher than most right, uh, right. most people. Right. So he wouldn't. We wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't stop any place. Just like like was in the Green Book, mm-hmm. where you couldn't stop at hotels and so on. We always packed dinner. We always yeah. packed lunch. We always packed everything, and we would stop on right. the side of the road in a picnic area That's and right. eat, and mm-hmm. then continue on. Or we would just eat in the car. Right. And and a lot of times we he had to bring extra gas and put in containers in the trunk because you couldn't get served right. in certain gas stations down south. Mm-hmm. And this is someone that fought in World War II. I mean, you know, that's just the nature of it. So since there weren't very many uh, black folks in the newsreels from World War II, then you didn't know these eunuchs existed. Nope. nope. You know, like the 761st, people didn't know they existed. And <clears throat> Patton himself really didn't want didn't want to uh, have them to fight for him. But in order to win the war, in order to keep him from getting his own ass kicked, he goes, <laughs> I need some folks. Yeah. So we got to bring these black folks, these black tankers in here, mm-hmm. and they got to help. And then he found out that they could fight like That's every right. like That's everything right. else, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Tuskegee Airmen. They they can't mm-hmm. fly, you know, but they're afraid to fly. But who ends up escorting most of them? The mm-hmm. Tuskegee Airmen. So, yeah. yeah, that's 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 all part of the issue. Yeah, I think the only movie that I've ever seen uh, that actually, other than the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, Miracle at Santa Ana, mm-hmm. where you they you know black soldiers in World War Two, you know, I mean, 
that's the only movie. I think when you look at old war movies, you you just we we aren't there. Uh, like I said, Tuskegee Airmen, Miracle at Santa Ana, um, you know, first World War Two. That's all I can think of. Yeah. And then we're we're in a lot of Viet, Vietnam movies because you know <laughs> Most a of lot us, of black folks went to Vietnam. Yeah, we didn't have know. bone spurs. Right, didn't have bone spurs. We served. I mean, we have served in every conflict uh, this country has had, and we have not, in a lot of cases, uh, been been treated uh, fairly when it comes to uh, you know getting you know decorated in a timely manner. The history of those units that, like you said, man, I until I picked up this book and and like, ooh, the 761st Tank Battalion. I never heard of you guys, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and uh, I've got a book. Uh, I forgot who wrote it, uh, but it's called Black Wings. And it's about all the, the black uh, Americans who served in the Army Air Corps. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I never heard of some of these people. You know, it's like so that's why history is important, man. That's why we got to have history, the true unvarnished history. So people will know. But we're slowly deteriorating history and whitewashing it and carrying on because we don't want to upset folk. But the reality is we said time and time again in this country, America has messed over a lot of folk. That doesn't mean America is bad or good. It's just what is. Yeah. And, and the truth needs to be told and let people judge for themselves. But don't hide the truth from people. Uh, let people read history and judge for themselves, man. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, this uh, this coming out. My fact, there's going to be a documentary on PBS on the 20th. Uh, oh, OK. This month. Yeah. On on the 761st Tank Battalion. So check it out. Yep. 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 I have to put that in my uh Put that in my phone. You said the twenty first, August the twentieth on August the twentieth. Yes. Yeah, I'm, August have, 20th. I'm gonna have to tape yeah. it because I'm gonna be in Bowling Green on the twentieth. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I take it back. We'll be back home that night. That night, yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah, yeah August twentieth. Yeah, seven sixty first Tank Battalion, the original Black Panthers. Oh, it's gonna be on the History Channel. My bad, History Channel. Oh, okay. Uh, on August the twentieth. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, History Channel. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, I think he's going to be narrating it. And uh, so, yeah. And then Tyler Perry has a Netflix deal. He is going to produce a movie about the 688, I think it's the 688 something, 6888 Squadron, Army Air Corps, all black women, or the majority of the squadron was black women. And they were responsible for delivering mail to the troops during World War II. Never mm. heard of them either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so people are finding this this history and they're bringing it to the forefront. So I, I love war movies and anything that, you know, we were there. We just don't we don't hear about it. We know we were there. And so it's good that they're bringing these stories to the forefront. So I'm looking forward to that one, too. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix uh, sometime, I think, next year is when it's actually going to come out. But really interesting story about these ladies. So, Yeah. OK. Yep. 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 All right. All right. Uh, what's what we got going on next, man? Yeah, let's uh, we've got a humanitarian thing going on um, in our 50th state and uh, the wildfires in Maui. Uh, are just truly devastating. 
Uh, I think the last I heard, 96 people uh, have been mm. killed. And that's just the people that, you know, that were outside. They don't they haven't gone through um, the homes that have been destroyed. They may find more people. The death toll may go up. But, uh, you know, it's a sad thing, man, because something that's being talked about here in the last few years is that the indigenous people of Hawaii, they're being displaced, man, Yep. by people going over there, buying up the land and whatnot, and they're displacing the indigenous people. And a lot of the people that have suffered the most loss here in the the Maui wildfires have been the indigenous people. Right. You know, and it's it's like it's unfortunate to see that, man. And uh, yeah, it's a very sad situation uh, that, you know, what's going on over there. When I first I hope you didn't hear that noise, but yeah, we did. But that's OK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's just a devastating thing, man, to see the carnage uh, that these fires uh, have uh, have have done to such a beautiful place, man. And again, people go to Maui. I've never been to Maui. I've been to Oahu. That's the only um, the only island I've been to. But people, you know, go over to Maui. They have these lavish vacations and whatnot. Uh, but the indigenous people who live there, not just in Maui, but a lot of the other islands, they're being displaced because people are going there. They're buying up the land. They're they're pricing these people out that live there for forever. You know, they're it's their land. Right. And they're being displaced and they have nowhere to go. So it's it's sad to see that before the fires, this was happening. And now that the fires have come on, it, it's probably going to be even worse for the indigenous people that are that are there. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's sad that, you know, this thing happened kind of unexpectedly. Yep. Uh, well, some of it is expected as far as climate change and so on and, and mm-hmm. the air temperature and so on. But um, it was, uh, from my understanding, they had no chance to even get out of there. Right, right. You know, it happened so fast and was so furious that they, a lot of people died because they just could, they had no chance of leaving. Mm-hmm. And the fire was so, uh, uh, so intense that, you know, people were jumping into the water. People were jumping mm-hmm. into pools just to try to try to survive. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, <clears throat> I was reading an article today and for the people that are living there in that in that area where most of the fire uh, destroyed that 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 area that I, is that most of those homes there at the time, even though they've been in passed down from family to family, those homes, because of their location, was, you know, Hawaii is expensive. Mm-hmm. Those were like million dollar homes. But to us, you know, those homes were $30,000, you know, $40,000, say say $60,000. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the house that I grew up and I rent right now would be a million dollar home in Hawaii. Yep, absolutely. Simply three bedrooms, a kitchen, a bathroom. And that's it. That would be a million dollar home in this area. And so, as you you mentioned, these people are being replaced because gentrification is happening there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, this one article I read is that 
there were people from all over the world calling them and wanting to buy their property. Yep. Yep. You know, <clears throat> the ashes are still warm. They haven't discovered uh, all the bodies yet. And there are people that are trying to take advantage of these people and buy their property, even though they haven't been able to mourn yet. And these people are pissed off. You know, you mean to you mean to tell me that you're willing to buy our ashes, buy our family members, buy all this stuff and not really have had time to grieve yet. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all about money. It's all about money. If this should be dirt, now the rich people are saying this should be dirt cheap now because there's nothing there and we can rebuild it. And then they're going to be putting up four or five million dollar homes right down there because they're right near the right near the ocean. Yep. yep. You know, so uh, it, it's it's greed at its best. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the American way of life, man. We take advantage of kick people when they're down, so to speak, and take advantage of them. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure where the indigenous people are supposed to go. You know, like I said, it's happening on all the islands, you know, that that people are being displaced and like, okay, we've been here for this is our ancestors land. Right. You know, so where where are we supposed to go? I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. So uh, I know they're questioning. Uh, I forgot the, the the state representative, or she might be a senator, Hirono. Yeah. Uh, you know because the um, the you know the uh, the evacuation system seemed to be he had a few kinks in it. Uh, that there were no warnings or whatnot, or people didn't get the evacuation or whatever. Yeah, it was fast. But, you know, even, you know, some type of system should alerted people. And apparently that did not happen in a timely manner. So, yeah, I mean, so as usual, you know, they're, they're, they're going to question it. Yeah, they're going to haul her before the uh, before some committee and, and, you know, question her until I mean, it's like, hey, what can you say? You know, technology has flaws. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, it cost uh, right now 90 some people their lives. But, you know, technology has flaws. We've seen this in other disasters where the system, for whatever reason, it didn't work as it was supposed to. So, yeah. Um, so they'll be questioning her and her. I think she's a state rep. I forgot who the senator is, but I'm sure, you know, the, the Republicans will, will drag her before whatever committee they happen to be over now and, you know, try to make an issue of this instead yeah. of, you know, grieving with people and showing some empathy and, uh, you know, doing what needs to be done to help these people, uh, you know, get their lives back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the senator is uh, Maisie Hirono. Hirono, yeah. yeah. I thought she Hirono. was a state representative or she's a senator. Yeah, she's Hirono. a senator. Yeah. She's a senator. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, her name was mentioned uh, that, you know, someone was, she was on one of the news talking shows for the weekend and someone was asking her, hey, what happened to the, with the evacuation system, whatnot. And, you know, what can you say? I mean, you know, sometimes things work and stuff happens. Yeah. You know, stuff happens. I mean, if there's a fire and you're, you're like here in Indianapolis, 11 o'clock every Friday morning, they sound sirens. Right. Okay. Right. Every right. 
Friday. They mm-hmm. do citywide sirens. They all go off at the same time. Yep. Well, there's one right up the street from me. What happens is the fire burns the damn thing down. <laughs> is it going to go off? Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know? So that's true. If, <clears throat> excuse me, if all these things were linked, like all the ones in Marion County, well, if if one of if the alarm system there was caught up in the flames, maybe since they were all linked or connected somehow, maybe that broke the chain. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I know that 11 a.m. every Friday morning, the tornado war, uh, warning signs, sirens go off every Friday. Yep. Yep. Well, and you know. You knew here, and you remember here in our little hometown, the the the, the whistle, the the horn would go off every day at noon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you yep. the twelve o'clock horn, the whistle, whatever that alarm, whatever that big old, you know, would yep. go off at noon every day. Yep. So I don't know if the states can piggyback off the uh, the emergency broadcast system. Uh, that the federal government uses to announce, you know, when there's thunderstorms, whatever, and you're, maybe the states can piggyback off that. And instead of depending on maybe some of these, you know, software type things, maybe just interrupt people's TVs and say, hey, there's a fire or whatever going on in your area, evacuate. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You yeah. know, like the I'm National sure they'll, they'll, they'll finish it. They'll work it oh, out. Oh, yeah. yeah. To where that's the possibility. It's, yeah. I mean, if they can put out a damn amber alert or right. a gray right. alert or something right. like that, right? you know, everybody that has a phone, if you got that enabled, it'll right. come across. It'll come across. You know, yeah. I don't I don't have my amber alert enabled on my phone or watch or anything like that because, hell, I just don't. You know, I just don't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's I, one. That's one less notification that I need. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to be analyzed, um, you know, because I mean, somebody will see that they can make some political ground with this. They always do. They they take somebody's misery and try to turn it into political points for themselves. So it, it's just how it is, man. And, and things happen. And so, um, you know positive vibes going out to Maui and the people there because they're they're going to need some extensive help and uh it's a shame to see the the greed that's already starting to form yeah you know to to take advantage of the situation so yep yep yeah all right all right let's let's finish with the memorial let's finish with the memorial and everybody clap your hands Wow. DJ Casper, man, has passed. And uh, he is the brother that's responsible, I think, for one of the most popular line dances uh, that I've ever seen. I think it's probably more popular than the electric slide, you know, the cha-cha slide. I mean, mean, everybody was doing this, black, white, whatever. It, it it brought people together on the dance floor and everybody had a good time with clapping your hands and and you know stomp one time stomp I mean it was like it was great man and uh, he passed uh, sorry to hear that but he has uh, man he has left us a legacy folks will be doing this dance uh, from now on man because yeah. uh, you play it and people immediately go to the dance floor and do it I don't care how many times you do it during the night people are going to run to the dance floor and do it so yeah so i think he, he only made 
two records. He did. He made he two made songs. Two. <laughs> he made and they two. were the same one, right? Yeah. Where one was a remix and this and the original. And, and the originals. And the original. <laughs> yep. Yep. And he came out with something else. I can't remember it. Uh, he came out with something else, but it wasn't as big as 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 the as the Cha Cha Slide. It wasn't as big as that. So he will be remembered for. Uh, you know, bringing people to the dance floor, man, and uh, and just people just having a good time, man. Right. You know, that's that's what he was responsible for. And uh, it, it was good to see that, man. But I was sad to hear of his passing and uh, rest in peace, rest in power. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody does it. Everybody knows it. Yes, if you don't sir. know it, it's infectious enough that you'll try it. You'll try it. Absolutely. Because all you have to do is listen, and he's going to tell you what to do. Right. He tells you what to do. You can't follow that. You're in bad shape. <laughs> there, I've, I've been on cruise ships, many cruise ships, and there are some people that can't follow that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stomp your foot one time, yeah. they'll be hitting it twice. And yeah. right foot, they'll be hitting their left foot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the part that gets me when he says crisscross, folks have a problem. Okay, what do I do? And then, and then the Charlie Brown gets them too. <laughs> like, what do I do? Uh, and sometimes you just you just make it up, man. As long as you stay stay with the stay with the groove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but DJ yeah, Casper, man, uh, he he will be remembered uh, long after he is uh, has gone. That uh, he left us with this fun, great dance to do. So yep. DJ mm-hmm. Casper, all right. Yes, sir. All well, right, my brother. Woo. This closet getting a little toasty. Getting a little toasty. So we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put an end to this here shortly. Yeah. And uh, glad that some folks are, if you're able to listen to us, uh, we're glad that you're able to tune in. Uh, we're just two small town guys from Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and getting on this thing, uh, talking about issues that uh, that come up, issues that are past, present, and and future. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We say it like we see it. (laughs) And with that, I must say, Chileamo Dopo. And I will bid you sayonara until we meet again. Until we meet again. Isn't that what they said on the Titanic? Is that what they said? Isn't that what they were playing? When the the boat went down? When the boat went down. When the boat went down, they were playing Nearer My God to Thee. Near I go. That's what here. they were playing. Okay. Yeah, that's what. Or if you like, remember the Steve Harvey, uh, uh, the, the Kings of Comedy. Yeah, the yeah. Kings yeah. of Comedy routine. Steve said, "Can you imagine if Cooling the Gang was the band <laughs> playing when the Titanic went down?" <laughs> and Cool would say, uh, "Yank the plug out of." The- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we digress. Uh, we got to go. Yeah, we digress. Uh, <laughs> Once again, we'll see you later. You later. Yeah. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.